election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Times we have the right to peacefully assemble. They got Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am back, and I heard you guys had a great show over the last day and a half. I'm sorry I wasn't here. I was busy doing my part to save the world. Uh, just an update. I had an opportunity to um, go to Idaho and meet with uh, Ammon Bundy. And for those of you that don't know him, he's an amazing man. He's running for governor of Idaho as an independent. And I, I wanted to get to know him because he started this organization called People's Rights. And, uh, he, you know, obviously the things they say about him on the, on the Internet, I mean, obviously I, I had to find out if he was a militant, anti-government person. Um, and what I found is that he was a very gentle, amazing, humble man who is, believes in family first, America first. And that uh, he stood up for people, and he's probably one of the first inner positioners that I think are out there. He, he literally is standing up for people who can't stand up for themselves. Um, so an amazing man. So if you're in Idaho, um, I would just encourage you to get to know him and vote for him for governor. I'll be more about him later. Now I want to talk to you about our guests that we have today, who I guess just got out of the hospital. So we only have him on a call. Is that correct? Okay. We only have him on a call. I played his video, so before we bring him on, I want, to play, I want to play his campaign video. Many of you probably saw it before, but I think that uh, I think we should replay that video so that you can know um, a little bit about him. And before I tell you, it's Jerome Davison. He is running for Congress out of Arizona. Let's go ahead and play it. Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense. That no one could possibly need all 30 rounds. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in Klan hoods, you just might need that semi-automatic and all 30 rounds. So, Drone is running for uh, congressional candidate for Arizona District 4. He's a former, former NFL running back for the Oakland Raiders, pastor, author, um, father-turned-congressional candidate. He stands uphol upholding the America's freedom, such as the First Amendment, by introducing the Internet Bill of Rights and the Second Amendment, which is demonstrated in his newest campaign ad that was dropped on 7-6-2022. I remember when we played this before, I was like, I, this is my guy. This is the guy that I need to support. And you need to support as well. 
Um, his campaign ad garnered just over six million views before Twitter took it down. Because obviously they'd want to take it down for him standing up for truth, uh, proving now more than ever why we need an Internet Bill of Rights to protect our First Amendment right in the event, even in the digital town square. So with that, let's, uh, let's welcome Drone to the, to the phone. Drone, welcome to the show. Hey, man, I'm thankful for this. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks for standing up. Hey, man, it's my country. It's our country. And if we don't stand up, we're going to lose it. I believe that we, God is going to give us a moment, a window, a small amount of time to fight and to preserve and keep our country. But if we want to melt away and pretend like this is not going to be a takeover, like this not a, a world takeover, a global takeover, then we're going to lose it. And I decided to step up because I see that this is a spiritual battle. I see that it's a battle for uh, between light and darkness, between good and evil, and between the children of God, the children of God and the children of this world. You know, uh, how, why did you? And I need to ask you this question. And you probably don't know a lot about me, but I'll tell you. Um, my my dad's black, my mom's white, my whole family's interracial. I grew up in the Washington D.C. area. I too played football, just not at the level you did. Um, I was also a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And um, I love sports. I still to this day play, uh, play football on, uh, in the Christian Fellowship League, and I play with a bunch of guys from the inner city and uh, just love on people that maybe don't have as much opportunity as I have. Um, right. So, but I consider myself a Christian conservative, and I want to ask you the question, why did you pick the Republican Party? I think the, I think the Republican Party has always been there for me. I just didn't see it. I was raised... Uh, in a Democrat home, not so much a Democrat home, because my father was a hard truck, hard-working truck driver who didn't really talk politics or religion. My mom took us to church, uh, but they didn't. We didn't talk politics, but it was just like an unspoken rule: you black, you're a Democrat. You know, we we made fun of Republicans. But then when Obama came in, I started seeing him as an anti-black guy. See, see, to me, Obama was worse than any racist. Here's the deal. You expect what you expect from a racist, right? A racist is going to be a racist no matter what. But when somebody who gets in your same color, your same race, and still does not one thing for you, he was in there for eight years and did not lift a finger for the black cause, didn't do anything for the the people in Chicago, he's worse than a racist. And so, uh, and then when he started bringing all these antichrist things like the, the marriage and the stuff against the kids, the bathroom laws, I started seeing this as an attack on humanity, an attack on our children, and I decided to get in the fight. So, I mean, I'm gonna, I should probably yeah. tell you this. I, I voted for Obama the first time because the one thing that... You I'm know, with he, you. He, he, he talked about hope. He talked about unity. And turns out he was, right. he was talking about unification of, of power and greed for himself, not for the people of our country. Right. That's right, and um, and he used that hope, that hope and stuff message. The same thing Jesse Jackson did: keep hope alive for sixty years in the black community, and nothing happens. And so uh, I started supporting Donald Trump. I supported Donald Trump one hundred percent because his policies reflected my biblical faith more than anything, and it su- it supported the fact that we need to take care of America, not what's going on around the globe, not not putting money into the Democrat Party in some kind of way it's making the weather better. We need to take care of America first it, instead of putting money into things that we can't even quantify. 
So uh, Donald Trump became my man, and I supported him 100%. I lost a lot of friends. I lost a lot of uh, preaching engagements. People started getting mad at me and hating me and all this stuff. I said, listen, I don't care, I don't, I don't care how, how much you hate me. There's things going on that you have no idea about. You're too carnal to even get involved in this. So you sit down and watch a real spiritual warrior go to battle. You sit down and shut up. I got to tell you, I just gave you a double fist bump. You can't see me right now, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I heard the football crowd going back there. That's great. Yeah, we put we put it on for well, you. It's this true, man. Brought you back. I, you know, it is true. But I, you talk about a spiritual well, listen, battle. Listen, man. Listen, have you, have you ever seen a time, brother, where all of a sudden these explosions are taking place? Fa- a place at food processing uh, plants simultaneously across the country. Have you ever seen a time where we ran out of food? Have you ever seen a time when millions of people are crossing this border and nobody's been arrested, the laws are not being upheld, the judges with their lollipop butts are letting people out of jail? I mean, it's, it's like an upside-down world. Well, it is an upside-down world, and frankly, it's not us. We've had great opportunities. I've had great opportunities in my life. You've had great opportunities in your life. But watching our children Mm -hmm. suffer and then be told that they can be groomed in kindergarten, first, second, third grade, and told that, hey, you may not be a boy. You may want to choose to be a girl. You might be a pink unicorn. It's it's a grooming process, and it's so in-your-face nonsensical. I I don't even know. How do we even end up here? How? Because because Obama sissified the men, brother. And these men was listening to Obama, and he made nothing but some sissy lollipops out of them. <laughs> the men... <laughs> listen, brother. Like I'm growing up in our day, You think our fathers would let the coaches let a drag queen come and dance in front of us when we were kids? Come on, no. man. No. It's no. these fathers, man. I, I know you talk about a mama bear, and thank God for all the moms that's standing up. But it's the men that need to stand up. This is a time of strength right now. We need the alpha male to stand up and help fight to save this country and save our children, man. The moment they begin to talk about that they, that, that when a child goes to the school, the, the, the child no longer belongs to you. It belongs to the government. We're like, well, everybody should have been like, hey, man, wait a, wait a minute. Don't you ever speak nothing as stupid as that again. My child is my child no matter what. And it's my responsibility to teach them about relationships. It's my responsibility to teach them about what's going on in their body. It's my responsibility to talk to them about religion. You don't teach them how to how to rub themselves and all this stuff. That's not your job. You teach math, science, and all that stuff, and, and leave the rest up to the parents. Well, I mean, how, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, they're, they're basically villainizing the parents. You have uh, Merrick Garland who said that, you know, parents are the equivalent of domestic terrorists. I know that Merrick Garland has twisted somebody. You can look at his face. He's a weird guy. <laughs> he is and a weird, great we he is a weird no, guy. No, no, I mean, seriously. Look at the way he breathes. I mean, he, he, he breathes like a villain. <laughs> but <laughs> I freaking love this guy. Oh, I'm going on the campaign yeah. trail for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy is totally weird, man. The guy is totally backwards. And, uh, yeah, he... The, uh, let me say something, man. These apparatuses, these three-letter organizations, they need to be defunded. You're going to see me when I get to Congress. I'm going to go on a warpath against these folks to defund them. Because, I mean, 
they can't even stop a school shooting when they know the guy is going to write letters on Facebook saying that he's going to do it. He gives them the time, the date, lo location, and they still can't stop it. But yet they're going after parents because they, the parents don't want the drag queen going into their schools. And here's the thing about the drag queen. They're not saying they're not gay and they're not LGBT. They are pedophiles. Absolutely. Amen. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, look, we. Uh, so yeah, man. Let, let, let's let's talk about let, let's talk about uh, kind of your opposition and what you're up against. So you your your okay. your campaign video got taken down. Yeah. And I, I want to I want to bring people through the symbolism of that campaign ad. It had people in Klan hats that had a Democrat Party logo on them. And. Mm -hmm. And I've always felt that they fight. That the Democrats represent the very thing that they say that they're fighting against. That they are the racists. They are the people that are that are standing up and trying to to strip opportunity from people who are disadvantaged. But you, had, but you built this this so campaign. The, so they'll say something. Yeah, go ahead. Always believe the opposite of what they say. They 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 will name a program or some type of funding something very pleasant like uh, save fathers, but it's all about killing the fathers. Uh, they'll say Planned Parenthood, but it's all about making you a non-parent. It's 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 just like what happened in the Garden of Good and, uh, the the Gardener with the knowledge of good and evil. It was not a, a tree of knowledge of good and evil; it was a tree of death. But they always try to name it something pleasant and good to the ear, but they never do anything for the people. And well, the Democrats are an antichrist. Hello. No, go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. They are an anti-Christ, anti-humanity organization. They are a criminal organization. They have our borders open. They're bringing in all this sex trafficking. And America is leading the world in human trafficking and in drug dealing right now. When you see that open border and millions coming in, that's human trafficking. And people are dying to get in this country. And, and they're def defying the laws. And I will, I will work to impeach Joe Biden when I get in office. Well, let, let's, I mean, it, it, what, the, one of the things that I worry about is that the complete economic collapse that we're dealing with today, you, you look at all of the different things that are, that are kind of stacking up on each other. We talk about the stock market. We talk about economic indicators, the food crisis, um, the fact that people can't find people to be employed. Where'd those people go? Uh, the, the border's wide open. Fentanyl is coming in and pouring across the borders. People are dying at record paces between 18 and 25. Uh, the leading cause of death between 18 and 25 is now a fentanyl overdose, drug overdose. Mm -hmm. and, and yet we're, 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 they're still talking about January 6th. They're talking about January 6th. They're not talking about all the things that are adversing, mm -hmm. adversely affecting most people in our communities. This I, is I the know. I, listen, what does this tell you? What, what, what have we seen from the Democrats at all that, that is concerning? They have, have they tackled anything that uh, deals with the immediate needs of the taxpayers of America, the citizens of America? They haven't dealt with that, and they refuse to deal with it. The only thing that they want to deal with is keeping themselves in power, and that's what it's all about. This open border is about power, and you give the drug dealers, you give the, the cartels, more money to bring people here, it keeps, it, they think it's going to keep them in power, but we came to let them know the plan is going to foil, it's going to fail, 
because I'm going to get in there and other people like me are going to stop the plan and we're going to get back to the America First agenda. And a lot of people are going to go to jail. Well, what, well hey, did you hear about uh, Nancy Pelosi um, and her husband? I mean, they're, they're like Bernie Madoff, only they are actually batting a... Uh, batting 100%, where she gets stock tips, give them to him, and that th- she's made three, $400 million off of that? Have you heard about that? I saw it, man, and, and she was so so callous, so so nonchalant at, at the podium. She, does, she doesn't care because she knows she's a Democrat. She's not going to get in trouble. She, she, she will never face any problem with this because she's going to skate away home free while she's giving him the insider trade secrets, which it should be, which I think there's some laws against this stuff. And she's enriching herself. Now, what is she going to do? She's 170 years old. What are you going to do with all this money? <laughs> she's a bold witch. Uh, I just like the fact that you don't have a filter, which I think is all. Tell me how you really feel. Don't hold back. Please don't hold back. <laughs> don't hold back. <laughs> I well, see you know why they cancel him on Twitter. Yeah, now, well, man, I was in the hospital very sick, man. And listen, I believe do people do see me as a, as a weapon, as a threat. I'm a black man that's not concerned about what I have to say. Because really, my, my allegiance is to God. I owe God. I owe mm. my fellow humanity to serve them, to not harm them, to not lie on them, to not cover the things they have, and to show love to them in that manner. But that's it. The only person I owe something is God. And God has got me on this mission, and I'm going to fight it. So you, you guys have uh, you, you've gotten through the primaries. I don't know how it's working in, how it works in Arizona, but in the primary... Well, yeah, so here's the deal. I'm, I'm uh, running for U.S. Congress in Tempe, Mesa, Ahwatukee, and Chandler, and the primary is coming up on August 2nd. So the last poll I saw, I was up maybe like uh, like 55, and the closest one was uh, 20 or 21, something like that. And so my video dropped, so I think it's even further than that now. Uh, people are seeing that we need tough people like me, people who, who are, are fearless, people who are bold, because with the reason why we're here in the position that we're in is not so much that the Democrats are being Democrats. We already know who they are. It's just that we haven't had any GOP members that were strong enough to resist them. These guys are weak as water, man. And they're just destroyed, just as much to blame as anything else. Well, don't you think that the Democrats do? We know what the Democrats are. We know what they stand for. They've destroyed everything they've touched. Look at every inner city, every every place of leadership. The, the degradation in those communities is unbelievable. And it, it's unarguably the, 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 the worst um, worst places in this country to live from a crime standpoint. Right. But, but don't you think the Republicans, they're actually more dangerous because they stand as controlled opposition? And they stand there and they do nothing. They, they're feckless cowards. More so, it feels that they're just a part of the, they're just a, a, a Democrat that's reft, uh, wrapped in a, a Republican body. Brother, I said the same thing, and I've, I've noticed that even more. Like, for example, sending the, the $40 billion to Ukraine. What? You send $40 billion to Ukraine, and we're in a crisis here right now. Inflation is up. Crime is up. Gas prices are up. Rent is up. And you acting like you don't, we don't have needs here? And that, to me, when you said that, it reminded me of like a unit party, that they are some kind of way working together. But trust me, brother, I'm not going to play that game. It's going to be to business for the American people. It's going to be to business for the people of Arizona, and that's going to be that. So, so what's the? Obviously, you stand up for the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. How, how do you? How do you? Yeah. 
are you prepared to go back in the community and speak to the people in your community and find out what they need? We, we obviously know that in Congress, their big thing is they listen to lobbyist groups and bills are written by those lobbyist groups. And the people largely on both sides, Republicans and Democrats, Americans and whole, are left, are, are left in the cold. They're left behind. So are you prepared to go back in the community and do for the community and find out what they need and bring that story, bring that message to the, to the hills of Congress? Brother, brother, man, I wish I wish we could look face to face. God, look you right in your eye and tell you, man, that's one of the reasons why I did not take any money and invitations to Washington to get any money raised from me. I don't want your money. I don't want you. I don't want to dime from anybody in Washington because what they're going to do is, if any of my opponents win this primary, Washington is going to send their folks from Washington. They're going to fire all of their their workers, all of their managers, everybody on their campaign. And they're going to teach them the ways of Washington. And by the time they get there, they're going to be a, a swamp creature. But I told him, I said, I don't want your money. I don't want you to raise a dime for me. Don't even think about it. And here's the deal. And if you try to send somebody here to my campaign to try to tell me how to go to Washington, I'm going to put these 13s up your backside. Because the people in, in my... The people in my district are ready to have a representation, and I'm going to go there, and I'm going to be the voice of the people. Man, I got to tell you something. I hope size 13 is your is your foot size, but I'm pretty excited about That's the fact that you're talking. You're <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, we haven't had this type of courage. We haven't had the courage that you're talking about in Congress ever. Right. And that's not not only is we're going to be historic in that in that in that part of it, but we're going to be historic, man, and and causing a unifying uh, uh, bond between me and other congressmen when we get to Congress. Now we're going to do something that's that's never been done before in this country, and we're gonna we're gonna go against some stuff. Trust me when I'm saying, my Internet Bill of Rights is going to be the first offensive weapon that we're going to use. First, first of all. We're going to fire a, file a lawsuit against the January 6th committee because they're unconstitutional. And then I'm going to file a lawsuit against the jail that's housing them. And then I'm going to hit them with my First, my first Amendment right, which is it's going to do three things, my, my Internet Bill of Rights. My Internet Bill of Rights is going to stop censorship. Two, it's going to stop the da data harvesting and claw back the money that they're making off of us. That's the biggest amount of money that's been made right now by selling our data to these marketing companies. And then number three is we're going to stop them from uh, from invading our mind. We're going to make the mind sovereign territory. See, when they inoculated us and forced us to get the shots, the government was telling us that our bodies belong to the government cause, and they can put in it what they want. And they're pretty much going to say the same thing with the mind stuff, the, the, the mind reading uh, stuff that they're putting in the cars. Well, I'm going to protect us from that. I'm also going to protect us from social scoring that's coming from China. So I want to play this for you, if I can, for, for our listeners. And I want to play the video that you have on the Internet Bill of Rights. I want them to hear this. And your, your message, Jerome, is so powerful. It's powerful because it's rooted in, your, in, in, in God. It's rooted in, in, in ethics and morals and restoring the mores to our society. But I, I really want to play this, if we can. Mr. Producer, if you could play um, the video uh, from Jerome on the Internet Bill of Rights. One of the biggest problems that many of us are facing is internet censorship. Millions of people are being purged from the internet for no good reason at all. Our elected officials have been ignoring this major issue for a long time. They think that since the big tech titans are private corporations, that they can do whatever they want. And that if we don't like it, we should start our own thing. 
that is a totally misguided approach because these tech titans are richer and more powerful than any company in the history of the world. They operate in every country. They have the power to make or break most businesses, to swing elections, and even start wars. We cannot allow them to separate and divide us any longer. We need to level the playing field. It's time to call these social media companies what they are, public utilities. Public utilities are companies that operate at a monopoly scale because they offer services that we cannot live without. In the same way, you cannot run a business, a nonprofit, or a political campaign without electricity or a telephone. You can't run any of those things without social media in 2022. Social media is the modern day public square. It is access to the market and it is the keys to power. Barack Obama got elected because of social media. Donald Trump got elected because of social media. That's why the establishment spent the last six years doing everything they can to censor those who question them. Whether it is Russiagate, COVID, Ukraine, or January 6th, they will use any excuse they can to consolidate power and to shut off anyone who opposes them. That's why we need to come together as Americans and put our foot down before it's too late. Enough is enough. The power company can't cut off your power because they don't like your politics. The phone company cannot cut off your telephone because they don't like your politics. So the social media companies should not be able to cancel you because they don't like your politics. They need to be legally classified as public utilities and we need to pass an internet bill of rights. One that firmly establishes our first amendment rights into the realm of cyberspace where we now live most of our lives. This is not North Korea. This is not China. This is the United States of America. And in this country, our right to free speech is not optional. I'm Jerome Davison. I'm running to be your next congressman. I promise to fight tech tyranny every day and to bring freedom back to the internet. My name is Jerome Davison, and I approve this message. I don't think I could have said it any better. Man, yeah. We did that in about three takes, and uh, I wanted to give forth the sincerity. I wanted to give forth the power of it. And make it clear, you know what I mean? Make it very clear to the, the people that are going to be watching it uh, what the intentions of the Internet Bill of Rights is and how we're going to establish it. We want to label them public utilities. No more of this uh, Section 230. They need to be labeled uh, public utilities, and we won't even have to deal with it anymore. Well, and you bring up some pretty interesting um, subjects on the, on the page. And if you can go, if you go to your website, you talk about cloud providers. If you don't like censorship, start your own thing. Someone did. Parler. It got popular, then cloud providers took it down. Yep. And see, that's what the Republicans are big about. It's like, oh, yeah, we're free, free market, free enterprise. We can't mess with free enterprise. Well, well, we tried that, and they interfered with it. So, so now what? Parler tried it. You see what happened to them, right? Yeah. Uh, Frank Speech. Frank Speech started it. You see what happened to him. It took them a long time to get on it. It took uh, Donald Trump a long time to get And he's got billions of dollars. So, uh, no, uh, these platforms are taking away our freedom of speech. Our, this, this is the, these are the modern-day public squares. Everything around us is connected to the Internet. Smart cities, smart towns, smart cars, everything is connected to the Internet. And this, this, uh, your freedom on the Internet should not be based on whether you lean left or right. It should be whether you pay your bill or not. And so you pay your bill, you should have the right to be on the public square. Well, the I, th internet. 
I think something else that you said that w- that I found interesting as I as I went through the site and you talk about social media platforms, which you obviously know that they cancel people as much as they want, right? They they create their own set of rules to silence people. Um, but search engines, you know, Tulsi Gabbard got her Google Ads account canceled in the middle of her campaign. It it should have been a clear violation. They should have been punished for it, but they weren't. So they Chelsea act with Gabbard impunity. Would have, would have, she would have defeated. Uh, she would have defeated Hillary Clinton. And they never even gave in Tulsa. They've never even gave her a, a reasonable explanation as to why they did it, why they censored her uh, her Google search. But basically, in every one of these things, they put their hand on the scale politically for the GOP, for the for the RNC, and for the Democrats. But if you look at the totality of what you're saying. Use social media platforms, search engines, marketplaces like eBay that have canceled and banned banned people, uh, email services, payment providers like Stripe and and PayPal canceling accounts, uh, basically an economic blockade. Talk about cloud providers; they have literally created a a war zone against people in order to drive them into right. poverty. Don't don't, it, 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 brother. You now you really talking? See. And don't forget the email services, right? If you yeah. want to send out an email blast, if you if you have the word Republican, conservative, Donald Trump, uh, America First, Patriot in there, then it's going to be censored. It's going to it's not going to get to the target. And you may very well have paid for the service. You may pay you may have paid for it, but it's not going to get there because they're going to censor it. You see what I'm saying? And be, yeah. because you think uh, differently from them, they can drive you right into poverty. I think uh, it was just like Amazon. They will they won't sell certain books, and they won't even explain why they won't sell certain books. You can't buy the book of mice and men on some platforms. Right, <laughs> right. I had to read that book in high school. How can you not have to read? How can you not have access to that book? It's in, it's insane, man. Because you, it's basically they want to push a narrative across the world. And um, and it's going to be a one-sided narrative, and this is why we've got to establish the internet bill of rights. We have to, and and so thankfully that somebody enough on the GOP party is looking forward is forward-looking enough to preserve our freedoms into the future. Because what happens with us, we just think in the immediate t- the moment. You know what I mean? We just think right here. But the Democrats are out there planning out stuff uh, to take away our freedoms a hundred years in advance. And so, if we don't if we don't get this Internet Bill of Rights, man, we could forget it. We will never have a real true election again because even Jack Dorsey said it right. He said, "Had had I not uh, taken that information down about uh, Hunter Biden's, Biden's laptop from hell, he said a lot of people wouldn't have voted for uh, Biden." Well, they still had twenty five million or thirty million that they just regenerated out of nowhere. I know I don't want to get your, I do not want to get your opinion on election fraud, but obviously, um, I was a tech CEO for a decade, and I know that the machines are fraudulent. I know that mail in ballots are designed to uh, destroy the voice mm-hmm. of the American people and enslave everyone. Well, yeah, I mean, basically, they named the machines Dominion. They got that from the Bible. When God gave Adam and Eve in the garden, gave humanity dominion over the earth and to have freedom in the earth, well, I think these so-called machines that they named dominion takes that away. It's just a wordplay. It's a game. It's like a mockery. 
It is a mockery. You're absolutely right. Their their entire their entire strategy is to basically demoralize and dehumanize um, the American people. And I think that it's going to take men. I, I think women are the reason why we can save our country because Mama Bear's been standing up for so long while we're at work and doing the things and trying to create comforts. But now it's going to take men recognizing their sacrifice in order to get to the place where we can save our nation. I absolutely agree, man. It's a man thing right now, and we're calling on all men to get politically involved. You know, go to church, talk to God, pray, and uh, get it because the evil that these people are bringing upon us, they, we've only begun to just see the, the, just the tip of it. You talk about starvation. You talk about watching your child starve. You talk about watching your, your boys tr being turned into girls. This is like a, a safe, satanic, evil, evil time, and I want to prevent it as much as I can. You know, it's kind of like when we played, brother. You know, when you played, when your coaches told you, go out there and leave it all on the field. I don't care if we win or lose. You just go out there and you play your best. If you get home at night, can you look yourself in the mirror and say, "I gave it my best"? If not, then you got to learn how to learn learn how to play to the end, every down, every play. You got to give your all. And so, right now, I'm asking everybody out there, give your all. For, you know, people saying, "Well, the, our votes ain't gonna count anyway." Listen, we're gonna lay hands on those ballots and ask God to protect it and bless the ballot, and we're gonna fight our fight. And in the end, if we go through another election cycle where they do steal elections, I'm not going to tell you for you, but at that point, they leave us no choice. At that point, we, we have to, as people of, of faith, become the lesser magistrates, stand up when they won't, and take back our community. Now, I'm not advocating for violence, but I'm telling you that if, if, if the root of our problem is voting machines and mail-in ballots and not securing the election so that the voice of the American people matters, I think we have an obligation to stand up. Otherwise, these communist Marxists, these traitors to our nation, get to steal just every bit of our soul. And I think that's what the fight is for, is for the soul of our nation. Right, man. Absolutely right. I agree. So I want to talk about another part of your campaign, and that is education. And I've never seen such common sense when it comes to education as that you have on your platform. And that is, I'm going to talk about mm -hmm. the four areas, consolidate school districts, uh, pay teachers more, back to basics curriculum, and promote STEM. S your, your idea about paying teachers more is an awesome idea. Can you explain that to everyone? Well, there was a school in my district. Uh, there's a school in my district that has five principals, five, and all of them are making six figures. And you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I bet you most of them are all Democrats. And so, listen. So if you pay the, you take you take them money. You pay these principals all this money, and you're paying the teachers less. You're going to get you're going to get less educated teachers. You're not going to get the cream of the crop. You're going to get the bottom feeders. The 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 low-end teachers into an area and it's going to make for poor education for our kids so you cut back on the administrative costs and you pay the teachers more it's basic is basic understanding and and you ron desantis threatened to cut the pay of administrators make over a hundred thousand dollars from 30 school districts it was estimated that the state would save 200 million dollars so phasing out redundant school administrators will allow us to pay teachers more. And then you talked about consolidated school districts and the fact that you have administrators in 207 school districts and 207 school boards. And it stands to reason that if you whittle them down, you could save mightily on payroll, pensions, transportation, and administrative costs. So all the things that you wrote here are things that we should, that, that we should be supporting. 
Science, technology, engineering, math, right. education. Uh, I think you should become Captain Obvious. I Captain Obvious. <laughs> I need to start. I need to do a video on that one, man. Maybe that won't get censored. <laughs> no, it'll probably still get censored. But uh, again, I look at the things that you are that you're calling for. I don't know how anybody could vote against you. Well, you know, I mean, nobody else has these ideas, or, or at least they're not talking about them. You know, here's the deal with me. I, I believe in being very open and transparent. I don't like to try to conceal anything about myself, you know. So I put all my ideas out there. All my ideas are out there on my website. When I talk to the crowds, I tell people who I am. You know what I mean? This is who I am. I'm a pastor. I'm a servant. I'm a fighter. I'm a Christian. I'm bold. And this is the thing I want to fight against. I want to fight against the first, or fight for the First Amendment. I want to fight for your Second Amendment right there. You want to give people the truth and get, be honest with them. Well, I mean, that's a novel concept, actually. And I, I want to, I mean, there's other things. How is your relationship with the Arizona GOP? I mean, I see that you've come out pretty strong against the Arizona GOP. Um, and even others like the Senate President Karen Fan, who ended up getting a $446 million state contract. Nothing to see here. Um, how, how are well, you in the GOP? Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you, IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're, for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. I'm, I'm going to be an enemy against anybody that's an enemy of the people. Amen. If you're an enemy of the people, then you're an enemy of me, and I will I will call you out. And that's what you're going to see in D.C. So you were just in the hospital, right? Were you just in the hospital? Yeah, man. I was uh, there for a blood poison. How'd that happen? We don't know. I'm a very nice guy. I let people get too close to me, and uh, I eat and drink everything around me, but uh -huh. now i got to use precautions. Mr. Producer, I and don't know anything about that. Ironic, ironic timing. Yeah. The ironic timing is, is that this was just after I dropped the, uh, the, the greatest video ad in the world. How long were you down? Uh, three days, man. I had a... No, actually four days. Here's what happened, man. I was I was sick in my own place, right, for three days. I had fever, headache, body ache, bone ache, back aches, kidney aching, stomach ache, constipation, and everything. So finally, 3 o'clock in the morning, I got up and drove myself to the ER. I started hallucinating, right? Yeah. And I uh, drove to the ER, got there. Brother, I had to wait. A bit to, to, by the time I got there, it was almost like I just got out of a swimming pool. I was drenched in my own sweat. Right, right. I was, I was dying. 
I got there, man. I had to wait four hours because the the, the room was filled, and half of the room was filled with the, with people who spoke uh, Spanish, and they were probably just getting to this country. And uh, so I had to wait, man. And so they they did some surgery on my kidneys, try to just try to spare them, and on my on my this uh, abscess that was developed by by, by my butt, and uh, they failed on that. So I had to go to another hospital. And they spared me and got me out of the, the danger zone. So blood poisoning, it's its not something to mess around with. I mean, it's actually a, a pretty serious thing. No, man, my kidneys were gone. I was dying, brother. I was, they couldn't get my blood pressure up. My white blood cells was attacking my body, and I was dying. I was out of here. Wow. And then a few days later, my, my campaign manager, Austin, he got sick with the same thing. Well, this sounds familiar. This sounds really familiar, doesn't it, Mr. Producer? Yeah, that sounds uncomfortably familiar. What Did happened? Uh, well, I'm, I'm considered, I think, public enemy number one to the radical left. I was poisoned in November of last year. I think it was November of last year. And I spent... Uh, and so we had to take... A, what is it that the doctor gave me? Doxycycline. Yeah, doxycycline. So doxycycline, if you're not on it, you need to get on it because it will go, come and go. You just got out and they gave you some stuff. I don't you, know if his kidneys are that bad, though. You don't know if it would help? I don't know if it's a good idea. That um, I, I would leave that to the doctors. But, I mean, do you remember? I was home, and I was taking antibiotics, and it wasn't doxycycline, and I started feeling okay, and then, like, I was down for a week again and took another week when you finally yelled at me and said, get back on the doxycycline. Yeah. I should connect you. Drew, I'm going to connect you with my doctor just because my doctor is one that okay. uh, will take care of you. You can, call, you can call her with anything at any time of day and say, okay. this is what's happening to me. Because you can't run the risk. You're going to be under attack. The things that you're talking about are to restore, restore society to, a, to not a new norm, but to normal. And so they're going to put you mm -hmm. under attack. They're going to attack you. Yeah. And don't eat yeah, people's are. food, because that's what got me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. Well, look, brother, I'm, I'm going to come back on your show, man, and chop it up some more with y'all, brother. Actually, we'll do a video this time, the next time. All right, so uh, before you go, I want to pray for you. So I'm going to, okay. if, 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 uh, if that's okay. And we, we end the show with prayer every single day. Um, and if you just give me an opportunity, I'd love to pray for you right now. Yes, Lord. Father God, I want to thank you for Jerome. I want to thank you thank for, for putting such a man like this in a position that he can, that he can stand up for his community, stand up for his state, stand up for the people of the United States. Father, I am, yes. gr I am grateful for his leadership, for his service, for his stamina, and for his relentless ability to fight for even people he doesn't know. Father, I am so grateful that you mm -hmm. give him an opportunity to have a platform and that you allow him to speak unfettered the truth. Father, I ask you to please bless yes. your own with strength, 
I ask you to put a hedge of protection around his heart, his mind, his body, to protect him from those that would do harm to him. Father, I ask you to, to put a hedge of protection around his spirit, around his soul, that you may guard it, that you may give him all the tools and the wisdom that he needs in order to comp complete this path to get to the finish line and win yes. this race, Father. Yes, Father. Father, we, we ask you to bless Jerome now that he may have the finances yeah. that are necessary to reach everyone in this community, to be able to educate those around him on what, what the people in the community are, are truly asking for, the things that are truly are things that they need, not just for themselves, but for their family and for the future of their children. Mm -hmm. Yes. Father, yes. please be with your own, with supernatural support. Help him to stay in your word and to stay close to you, Father. Father, please bless those in the community that Jerome serves. If you could just bless them as well, give them peace, allow them to cut through the chaos, cut through all of the lies and deception of the radical left and the, and the, and the demons within the community, just to cut through that and to be able to reach the hearts of the people, even the Democrats that are there, even the people that maybe are not listening or misguided, just to cut through that and reach them with truth. Yes. Father, yes, we ask for you to bless this nation again, to allow us to go to a place of restoration. We're not done, Father. Yeah. Yeah. Father, please bring men to the front door. Help them to stand in the gap and to do your will, to be able to set aside petty yes. differences and to speak truth and become ambassadors for that truth. Yes, Lord. I ask for all of these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Brother, I've enjoyed being on your show. I cannot wait to come back. And uh, I, God bless you. And God, God bless, bless your stance and this show and the people that are listening. In the mighty name of Jesus, go to my website, everybody. Jerome for Congress, J-E-R-O-N-E, F-O-R, Congress.com. Go there. Look for ways to help. Go look for ways to let people know. Share my content. Leave a, leave a donation. And then get involved. And we'll greatly appreciate that. JeromeForCongress.com. And we have it up on the video as well. Everyone needs to go support you. I will, after this show, go there and support you as well. God bless you, Jerome. Bless you. Jerome Davison, this guy is a warrior. You know, he started talking. I, I was, you know, I didn't get a chance to talk to him before he came on the show. Normally I do. I'll have a conversation with someone first. Uh, but I didn't get a chance to do that. But as he started talking, he's, he speaks truth. He speaks, he speaks with a lack of fear. He, he speaks for the people that he's, he's chartered to represent. And he's on this path because God put him on this path, not because he chose this path. Nothing that's in his, his platform would even remotely lead you to a place where you could stand against him if you cared about this country and you cared about the people in it. If that guy campaigned like that, I would vote for him for president. I think that's the next step. I think that's the next step. I mean, Obama was what? A community organizer turned Senate leader for a couple years, didn't do jack there, and then became president on a lie. And then they stole elections to have him be the president for two. 
I, I find I find it ironic that they will stand up and they're going to they're going to attack him viciously. When he gets to Congress, not if he gets to Congress, but when he gets to Congress, they're going to attack him with such veracity. And so we need to be able to stand with him now. Heck, I might even go to Arizona and just campaign with him. I certainly am going to support him financially. We have to do everything we can to make sure that when we're in the gap and we identify people that are in the gap, that we stand close to them. So if you're in Arizona, you need to reach out to Drone's campaign and say, I will also walk neighborhoods for you. I will also get involved. I will do the things that are necessary in order to be an ambassador of truth. It's not just necessarily standing up holistically. You can get in the gap and stand with someone like Jerome and do the hard work that leads to him being successful and going to Congress and being your mouthpiece, actually representing the interests of the people. That can happen. And in large part, we have a bunch of people in Congress that speak up but are silenced by the same social media and other organizations around the country that then have to contribute to their coffers. Hey, I want you to talk about this, but not too much. You have people that, that should be out there speaking more frankly. But I know we're good people. I know Jim Jordan is a good man. I know Lauren Boebert is a good woman. I know. I know that Paul Ryan is a good man. I know that Ted Cruz has a tendency to be a good man. <laughs> no, he's a good man. He just wishy-washy. There's other people that I think are just feckless cowards who should be the ones standing up. Should be, but they're not. They're not willing to put up and do and create and build and sacrifice. You look at guys like Steve Bannon. He's like, if I go to jail, I go to jail. Who cares? I did nothing wrong. I wasn't even allowed to put on a defense. You said that, hey, they can all testify against me, but I can't testify. I can't, I am not allowed to go and, and uh, ask them any questions. That's what happened. I was told, by the way, to break down things to a very basic minimum so you understand what I'm saying. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to do that in such a way now that, that you understand that it's, life's not that complicated. It really isn't. Right or wrong, good or bad, should a kid be allowed to be a kid, or should you indoctrinate them and groom them? It's really simple. Should we talk about racism being the number one problem when people are dying of hunger in our country? And by the way, nobody said there's not racism. But one of the things Jerome said that I agree with is you can see it. You can tell when a person is racist. Eli Bremer, this, this, this new clown Josh, his little butt boy, I don't know what he's what you want to call him. <laughs> Whatever that guy's name Waterboy. is. Waterboy. Got the swimmer in the water boy. Yeah, the water boy. These these are guys, by the way, I got on. I, I want to tell you guys this. I think I have time to do this. So I have a tendency, personally, I have a tendency to 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 go out there and have conversations with people. And I can have conversations with people, by the way, that are far left. I can have conversations with them. All day long, twice on Sunday. 99.99% of the time. They're good conversations. Now, I don't say I agree with them. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I can have a conversation with them and say, listen, I understand the way you feel. I'm going to let God work that out. Let's talk about the dynamics of the Democrat Party. Can we talk about that? That everything that they touch degrades to zero? 
Can we talk about the fact that they destroy their own communities, that uh, arrests and, and treatment of minorities? Uh, Jerome talked about the Planned Parenthood is about killing babies, not about creating parents. It's the direct opposite. Can we talk about those things? And sometimes when I say these things, he, he, it's like cut out of the same book for me. When I say these things, I go, oh, I never thought about that. Well, I mean, it, it's called Planned Parenthood. So you're planning to be a parent. But actually, they're trying to get you to kill your baby. Is that Planned Parenthood? Or is that planning not to be parent? It's the direct opposite. But I can have those conversations. When I got on this meetup Republican deal <laughs> that attacks Vicki Tonkins down in El Paso County, I figured I'd go there. So I don't even know what that guy's name is. Josh something or other. Uh, find out his name, will you? Find it for me. So, th so this guy decides that he's going to run off at the mouth and tell me how great he is and, oh, yeah, I was a Marine, a little paper pusher that he is. Um, but uh, he decided that he was going to say that, oh, it's always the guys that have no courage that talk, that talk. So I said, well, say when. Just meet me anywhere. So from there... They, I was being funny. I was cracking jokes and having fun with these guys saying, you have to answer the question. So they decided they were going to attack me. And it wasn't about me. It was about the fact that these are Republicans acting like they're Democrats. Josh Hosler. 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 See, he gets his moment of, of infamy. He gets to be mentioned on the podcast. So it's, it's a fact that they're Republicans standing up for leftist ideologies. I'm, I'm now a cult member, by the way. If you listen to me, I, I'm now a cult leader. Sorry, I'm a cult leader, and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a snake oil salesman. And I skim money. All the things that, by the, and then I called my attorney. I was like, hey, so can I just sue these guys just to sue? I mean, is it possible to sue them for this stuff? She's like, for that? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's funny, too, because yeah. throughout, uh, I'm, <laughs> what are you selling? <laughs> I'm not selling anything. Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. Oh, he's trying to sell you freedom. That guy, that guy, number one bullshit guy. He, he just, he's trying to sell you freedom. Freedom. So I, th I thought it was funny because these are the people that, that are playing the same game, the racist game. They are racist, right? So they are leftists. They, they're exactly what they say they're fighting against. They want to restore order. They want Republicans to, to do well. They want people to vote for Republicans. But actually what they're saying is they don't want that to happen unless it's their Republican, their influence, their controlled opposition, their person that they want to select to be in that place. And they want everyone else to sit down except for them. And for those of you that don't know, Eli Bremer is the swimmer horse jumper who was in the Olympics who wanted to remind me that, that he went to school and, got, and took some analytics classes and knows about statistics and sampling. And so I, I said, okay, show me your work. Show me. And they, they come back and they consistently say stuff like specialists and people that, are, that have specialties have, have debunked everything Joe Oltman has said. And I'm like, Mr. Producer, has anybody even debunked me about anything? Has that even happened? Uh, they haven't even tried. They haven't even tried. They haven't even tried to debunk you. That, they just call you the extremist conspiracy theorist militia man. Yeah. And, and so they, and they make this stuff up. And then people in the community, they parrot it that are in these little EBIT groups. I want to be really close to this Mean Girls Club because if I stay close to the Mean Girls Club, they won't take shots at me. And I'm thinking to myself, what is wrong with you people? 
You get a strong black woman that stands up that becomes a chairwoman of your area. And I'm sorry to concentrate. For those of you guys that aren't in Colorado, you don't know the drama of El Paso County. But then you have uh, KGB, who's the uh, Chrissy Burton Brown. We call her KGB, you know, for KGB, obviously. She's the Colorado chair of the GOP. She gets involved in it. She does the little slander thing and slandering uh, Vicki Tonkins and other people in the state. It's as if the entire GOP in the state of Colorado, except for the ones that are standing up saying, hey, what do you need in the community? Oh, you need that? I'm going to go see if I can get it done for you. But the, everyone except for those guys are literally trying to destroy everything that it, it means anything about being a Christian conservative or even a conservative or even just sensible. So Democrats, they certainly don't want to switch teams, so they become independent. They, why would you want to go hang out with Republicans that act this way? And then you have Republicans that don't want to be a part of the Republican Party because they're like, if this is what all they're going to do, why should we stick around? That's one of the reasons why I brought it up with Jerome. I was like, how are you doing with the Republican Party? And he's like, man, it's a uniparty. How many of those conversations are we, are we going to have? So they walk around and they talk badly about me and I'm, I'm all these bad things that I'm not. And then people say, oh my gosh, I heard about Joe Oatman. Ooh, he's a charismatic snake oil salesman. I'm thinking to myself, snake oil? I got to sell something first. Oh, FEC memberships. And I, right, so we spend that on the Law and Policy Center and take care of people in the community. But that makes me a bad person. Anytime people use that, anytime you, people use deflection, and they say bad things about people, and they can't back up their work or, or, or quote their work or do anything, that's when you know they've lost the argument. Hey, can I point something out real quick? Yeah. These people calling you a snake oil salesman, uh, yeah. you know that these are the same people who are totally okay with charging uh, the taxpayers hundreds of thousands, now millions of dollars to have any sense of accountability into the elections, which they are stealing with our tax dollars. Yeah. Amen. Just, just you know, for, for you know, context for everyone listening, for the people in the back. Good context for the people in the back of the room. Okay, so I, I want to I point this out. So the Republican Party is not for you. It's not for me. We've got to find candidates like Jerome to stand up. And Jerome stands up and says, listen, you're not going to like it. The Republicans didn't even like his, his ad campaign. They're like, oh, that's too strong. You can't come out that strong. You're not allowed to go. We're going to handle you. We've got to become your handler. It is the uniparty. But we have to find candidates like Jerome that we can stand up. But first, we have to deal with the problem. And he said it so succinctly. Dominion is what they call dominion. They want to rule over. They want to reign over. So anyway, we're out of time. It's been great to be back. Tomorrow's going to be great. Um, go to MyPillow. Save up to 66%. I think it's up to 70%. There's a couple of things you can really save on if you use code CD21. So go over and support Mike Lindell. And you can go to uh, MyPillow.com forward slash CD21 as well. Yeah, awesome. Listen, we, we got to pray for Jerome. We got to have a little bit good, of a good time. We're gonna, we have a lot of guests coming up over the, last, uh, over the next couple of weeks. We're going to get some more candidates. We got someone that's running against, uh, his name's Adam. He's running against Robin Voss in Wisconsin. So we'll be talking about him as well. Um, and uh, what's ZStackLife.com? That's uh, Zlinko Protocol. Oh, ZStackLife.com. Um, obviously, that's uh, Dr. Zelenko who... Uh, lost his life with cancer, but uh, go ahead and support him as well. Yeah, and, and uh, just a disclaimer, uh, Ann actually filled me in on this. If you do go uh, to zstacklife.com forward slash CDP, 10% of everything that uh, 
is raised through ZStack actually goes to fund the Zelenko Freedom Foundation as well. Oh, sweet. Awesome. All right. Well, God bless you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.